aliens are here and she's on her own. Today I'm talking about No One Will Save You. This is Scott's Anthology Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about a recent sci-fi film, that a sci-fi horror film that ended up on Hulu called No One Will Save You. Kind of a great place for just a mid-budget or low-budget thriller of sorts with a solidly performance and a nice hook that I thoroughly enjoyed. I think you might enjoy it as well, even though some bits <laughs> I think some people might have trouble with just in terms of thematically, but as just a straightforward thriller, I think it works really well. So without further ado, let's get started. I think Hulu has had a better approach to its exclusive movies than Netflix, at least for the past few years. For the most part, Netflix has seemingly been throwing big money at big names and properties, hoping that something will stick and bring in new subscribers. That's how you get a movie like Red Notice or The Gray, Gray Man, movies that are just kind of there with a ton of budget behind them, but not a lot of love or fun to speak of. Whereas Hulu has been using the independent division of Fox, Fox Fox Searchlight Pictures, as a means to highlight its lower budget to mid-budget properties. Case in point, a movie that feels like a writing challenge turned into a full-length feature, No One Will Save You. Caitlin Dever plays Bryn Adams, a young woman and village pariah who wakes up to something startling, an alien breaking into her home. Now forced to try and find help, Bren will have to overcome her fears and anxieties to survive a full-scale alien invasion. So the hook for No One Will Save You is straightforward. This is an alien invasion horror thriller that follows one woman's struggle to stay alive with almost no dialogue. That's the gimmick, and it's a really good one. Partially because writer-director Brian Duffield has really solid mastery of visual filmmaking language and a natural eye for crafting tense scenes that build before exploding and then doing it all over again. And partially because that lack of dialogue is baked into the movie's themes and ideas. The movie is essentially driven by two mysteries, what's going on and what happened. The what's going on question is the one with an, involved, with an evolving answer, since the alien's intentions are not clear and seems to morph based on how Bryn and the members of her town react or fight back. The movie makes really good use of this and constantly introduces a new kind of challenge or a creepy thing to throw at Bryn just when everything seems safe. The what happened has a definitive answer that's muddled by Bryn's silence and her isolation. Even before we see her attempt to interact with anyone in town, Bryn has a lot of the trademark signs of trauma. She seems to be stuck in a kind of arrested development, she avoids going into town, is obsessed with a miniature creation of the town, and practices basic social interactions as if she's never done them before in the mirror. When we do see her interact with members of the town, she's treated like a pariah, which begs that second question. What happened? This is closely tied with a closely tied, sorry, with a semblance of grief and guilt that Bryn is obviously carrying, and that this fight for her life is kind of forcing her to work through, i.e. coming face-to-face with people she's been avoiding and the things she did trying to survive. This is all anchored by the aforementioned direction by Brian Duffield, who has a great knack for introducing a new surprise from the familiar bag of alien invasion tricks and the central performance by Caitlin Dever. I've liked Dever ever since her supporting role in Justified, and this entire movie is basically a showcase for her physicality as an actor, as it essentially has to be considering the script. 
Not only do we need her to run, fight, and scream convincingly, the movie also needs her to break down and express all of that backstory that hasn't come to light yet. You really need a performer whose acting provides a clear line between the beginning of the movie and the ultimate reveals. For instance, all of this should be consistent with what we find out, and it absolutely is. The only place the movie kinda loses me is the ending, which feels a little too much like a Twilight Zone-esque spin for me, but thematically works, so it's hard to complain too much. Also, it's just so creepy from beginning to end in a genre that often fails to do that, so this one gets a recommendation. The verdict is, it's creepy and tense. By leaning on visual language over dialogue, no one will save you breathe some new life into a familiar alien invasion trope. This has been Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Off Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.